to Nayland. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. 144 new cases of coronavirus have been reported on Saturday, December the 26th. There were no figures reported on Christmas Day and Public Health Wales has said that there will be a backlog of data. December the 27th figures will include tests from the previous two days. On Saturday, 31 new cases were reported in Pembrokeshire, 7 in Ceredigion and 106 in Carmarthenshire. 2,237 cases were reported across Wales, while 35 more deaths have also been recorded. Three of those have been recorded in the Huelvar area, taking its total number of deaths to 185. Pembrokeshire's Bluestone Field Hospital has been highly praised by Health Inspector at Wales in a recently published report. The extra capacity site near Caniston Bridge was one of two visited by a team in late October, along with Aspati Envis Selwyn Samwell in Llanetli, and was the first time HIW has inspected such settings. The inspection examined how the risks to patients' health, safety and well-being are being managed in these temporary sites. Inspectors found appropriate processes were in place to provide safe and effective care to patients. The report's summary stated, We found evidence of extensive planning by the service in preparation for the provision of safe and effective care to patients within unique environments. The transformation of both sites into clinical wards was well considered. We saw evidence of good leadership and staff who were engaged and passionate in their roles. Dr Maynard Jones, Hilvar UHB's Associate Medical Director and Clinical Lead for Field Hospitals, said, This is excellent news and, more importantly, a testament to the incredible work of our team. It's been announced there is a vacancy for a councillor on the Priory Ward on the Hatherford West Town Council. The position has opened up after the former Mayor, Sue Murray, left the council. We are actively looking for a new councillor for Priory Ward, a Town Council spokesman said. Do you like being part of a team? Do you have fresh and energetic ideas? Are you a practical, hands-on person? Are you a good communicator? Can you make a difference in the community? To find out more, go to haverfordwesttown.co.uk. For an election to be held, two Priory Ward residents must write to the returning officer, otherwise the Town Council will fill the position by co-option. The request must be made by January the 5th. If you wish to hold an election, write to Returning Officer, Pembrokeshire County Council, Electoral Services, Unit 23, Thornton Industrial Estate, Milford Haven, Pembrokeshire, 7A, sorry, SA732RR. If an election is requested, coronavirus legislation requires that it's held between February the 1st and April the 16th. A delightful pair of otters were recently filmed swimming in Pembroke's Mill Pond. Darren Pennington, who captured the charming creatures on video feeding in front of the town's waterman's arms, said, The water is like chocolate, but they still manage to find fish. Stunning creatures. It's lovely to see them on an almost regular basis. A good indicator of a healthy, freshwater system. The video is by Darren Pennington. And finally, a warning that the amber weather warning is still in place for Pembrokeshire. Cloudy and windy with a few showers in the evening, then heavy rain and very strong winds will develop overnight as Storm Bella arrives from the north. Rain will clear by dawn, but staying windy. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. Want to win over £3,000 worth of prizes this Christmas? Visit purewestradio.com to enter for the Advent Calendar competition. 
Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much to Kim Thomas and the news team. So the weather for you today. It's going to be a wet day for most with widespread showers lingering throughout the county. And these will be heavier times, possibly wintry over the hills. So keep that in mind if you're heading up towards Priscelli's over the next few hours. Feeling cold with clear spells throughout the day, but clouds thickening into this afternoon and in the evening. Winds easing, but still remaining quite breezy with max temperatures of 6 degrees. The wind chill factor cutting that down to about 3 to 4. Late tonight, showers are likely to continue throughout the evening. Overnight, another band of heavy wintry rain moving in from the west across the county through the country. Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. 
Empire of the Sun there with We Are The People. Welcome back everyone. This is the Sunday Gaming Show into the second hour of the show. As they're trying to go in a little bit too early there, let's go back to where we were. Ah yes, so yes, welcome back everyone to the Sunday Gaming Show here. The time is just going past 13 minutes past two here in the studio. And it is a big one indeed for many of us because we're now reflecting back onto what's happened over this year because this has been... Certainly one of the most important years for gaming. Despite the fact that there's a lot of bad things happening, there's also some good things as well. It's definitely one that everyone's going to look back at this year. Just in general, there's going to be one that's going to be defined for many people for decades to come. It probably will be, it'll be uh, my grandkids will be asking me to for my mask. They can take it to school and say, this is what Papa Stu wore during the COVID-19 crisis of the 2020s. So yeah, it's uh, quite a busy one. But we've been talking about what's been released over the year and some of the reactions to it. I was talking in the first hour about what I regarded as the game of 2020, the one being Animal Crossing New Horizons, for the amount of social impact it made for so many people with a Nintendo Switch. But we're going to talk about some of the other bits and pieces as well, because as time moved on then, we started to see some of the positive of it, because it was uh, when that came out, the lockdown first started. The first one we had back in uh, 2000, I was about to say 2020, yes, it's still 2020, the one we had way back when, uh, when we hit the... Well, basically, uh, the first lockdown, and that was, I think, March 23rd, I think it was. It was something in that region, and that was it. Lockdown started, and that was it. Uh, many people staying home, and a lot of us did turn to consoles in between. For those kids who were outside of school, they had their lessons, they then went on their consoles or their phones and similar. For many people as well, it gave them a chance to catch up and stuff. And games were still being released in this time as well, because on top of that, we had Doom Eternal came out that time, one of the best first-person shooters. It actually came out the same day as, as Animal Crossing New Horizons. I remember the amount of wonderful fan art of uh the main one of the main characters I think it's the uh, the secretary from uh, animal crossing working with the doom guy it was uh, so many brilliant things made by fans at that time and it really did give a smile throughout this uh, initial lockdown but then after that we started seeing more games coming out that uh, were quite different one of the notes ones being half-life alex now the half-life games people have been waiting for half-life for years and years half-life 3 is still the most uh, you know it's the longest running joke in gaming for some time when is this going to come out everyone heard half-life 2 again and went bananas but it turns out it was for alex a-L-Y-X. So this is actually a VR game, one you actually wear a VR headset to use with little controllers in your hands. And it was actually really cool seeing stuff. I mean, uh, the one of uh, the guys juggling <laughs> in the lift shaft with the, uh, I think it's a combine guards wondering, what on earth are you doing kind of stuff. That was actually quite fun. It's a good little sign of what we might see in the coming years as well over this stuff with VR. Because I always said that VR may not be the big thing for quite some time. AR is going to be the big one with augmented reality like your Pokemon uh, goes. And of course, the game that came out in September, the Mario Kart uh, special where you could actually race around your living room. But this was one of the ones that really started to show just what we're looking at into the coming years. So imagine, maybe five years' time, we'll see a little bit more on that as well. But atop that as well, once we started to hit some of the other times, we also start to see some of the darker side of gaming as well especially during some of the lockdown period as well so we're going to touch on that but first we're going to have our triple decker special featuring a little bit of michael jackson ed sheeran and craig david featuring bastille brought to you all by our sponsors for the sunday gaming show mags optics But in between, we've just snuck into a little bit of Michael Salvatore once again with the winter voyage from the dawning, because although Christmas is over, we're in the crimble limbo, we're going to have something a little bit wintry to enjoy, first of all.
How are you, Bob? Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock and three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Are you in need of a local friendly opticians? Mags Optics have been providing quality service to the people of Pembrokeshire for over 20 years. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio.
in Pembrokeshire. Happy holidays. When your legs don't work like they used to before. And I can't sweep you off of your feet. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you till we're 70. And baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23.
And we are back that there was I Know You from Craig David featuring Bastille on the Triple Decker special. Before that, we had Ed Sheer with Thinking Out Loud. And at the very beginning was Michael Jackson with Remember the Time. So welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. We're reflecting through this 2020 year because this has been certainly one of the most memorable years for many people and will be for many years to come. And in terms of gaming, it was also quite seismic as well because we talked about some of the big stuff, some of the positive stuff, but there has been a few things that really showed the darker underbelly of video gaming and became a lot more prominent for people uh, both for those in the industry and also for those outside the industry as well because i've reported on so many things over this year sitting in this chair in the studio that really have to be addressed so we're going to hop into the month of may for now is the month of may where merry lads are playing for la 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 for those of you who know that get yourself a pat on the back for a little bit of r&b from the 16th century but let's touch on what came out that month because april was a little bit quiet some ways you had resident evil 3 which i think was one of the big ones and of course uh that actually no that was that was in april yes and then we had the final fantasy 7 remakes probably one of the hot contenders for game of the year for many people but didn't actually get as much but some of the stuff in it was stunning the uh the actual design of the characters the uh gameplay it looked to be so much fun and i never really got into the final fantasy scene until I actually played Final Fantasy XIV in that month period, because I had a month trial uh, from the power of PlayStation with their PS Plus package. But uh, yeah, with the other ones, I never got into them as much. But then May came around, and we had a few games there. We had Those Who Remain, which actually got some quite positive reviews in there. We had the Shark Maneater game, if you wanted to be an evil shark, which I don't know much of actually since then. That's kind of disappeared. But then we had um, one particular game, which became very, very big. Now, what is that? This was, of course... The Last of Us. The Last of Us 2 came out around this time. Now, this was certainly one of the big ones uh, for many people because this was a huge game on the PlayStation 4. The Last of Us on the PlayStation 3, then into the PS4. It was huge. It was probably one of the most uh, hotly anticipated and one of the most critically acclaimed games as well. Then along came Last of Us 2 and... Well, it certainly didn't reach the high. It actually got Game of the Year from the Game Awards to everyone's shock and surprise, including my own, because... With the development of this game, we actually found out some very, very shocking and horrendous practices from Naughty Dog for what they did to their, um, you know, their developers. Crunch being the classic one I've talked about so many times, you know, workers doing 60 to 72 hour weeks, being forced or encouragedly forced to come in. And then probably one of the most sickening things I've ever heard in any kind of uh, games development where you're being, uh, where the sound designers were forced to look at videos of some horrendous things, you know, murders, deaths all these kind of things, choking, all this kind of stuff, so they can make sure the sound was just right for the game. So it was authentic, because of course you must know how authentic this is if you want sound. It's like, it was just, my jaw hit the floor when I heard about this, when I was listening uh, to some of the stuff with the sources brought out from uh, the, I'm trying to think of the name, the name but now it's going to be, my name is completely, it's gone completely blank. I'm trying to think of the Jimquisition, of course, Jim Sterling, who has always been kind of an outlier for many game journalists because he's been blackballed because he's actually brought up some of the more horrid sides of the development. But this was nothing compared to the reaction of the fans when they started playing this because although the story was very gripping, there was a few things that really left a very bitter aftertaste in mouth. And of course, this being the internet and people being home, having much more time to be on the web to showcase their displeasure, we saw some very, very nasty stuff going on. Some of the abuse towards uh, the actresses, the voice actors and developers, that was not acceptable. That was very sad. It really showcased some of the problems we saw throughout 2020. It just seemed to magnify it further. 
And then, of course, uh, as we got into this month as well with the Game Awards, when that got a clean sweep, many people were stunned. Like, how has this got it? And I was with it as well because it was quite a depressing game for what was a depressing year. But it still got some very good stuff in there as well. But in general, I think it, Last of Us 2 is going to be remembered as a game that could have been, but also really showcase the bad side of gaming, both from us as the consumers and from the developers as well, and should be act as a warning maybe for the future. But there were some other ones as well that kind of fall through, because in fact it was moved into June, if I recall, because it was delayed, it was meant to be for May, then was delayed into June, which led to all kinds of nonsense to start with anyway. But then we had other stuff in that time, so we had Pokemon Sword and Shield had the big DLC with the Isle of Armor, we had The Outer Worlds, which was uh, developed by the guys behind Fallout New Vegas, uh, Obsidian Gaming, which then uh, really took, it kind of was one that really showed a lot of the... Um, the problems in gaming it kind of made a lot of jokes about it. it felt a bit toned at times but it was one that kind of uh, laughed at the industry as well as we became more aware of what was going on in the industry as well but atop that as well there were some other ones we saw then later on it was very quiet in that time because we were deep into lockdown so people weren't redeveloping there were uh, developers working at home and it led to a few uh, slow releases as well so at that time a lot of people were focusing on older games as well but then came July, and what became, you know, was the, I think it was the, voted as the People's Choice Game of the Game Awards in uh, in the awards shown in December. And this uh, came out on July 17th and was a PlayStation 4 exclusive. What is the game? You'll find out after a bit of shiver from Natalie Imbruglia, and then it's going to be Mock Turtles with Kenny Diggett.
just wave as I'm drifting on And if I never saw you again, could I?
And we are back. This is Mock Turtles with Can You Dig In? Before that as well, we had a little bit of Natalie Imbruglia with a bit of Shiver as well. So welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. Now then, just a reminder, you may have heard it uh, chopping up here and there on some of our ads. It's the wonders of the Christmas extravaganza. Although it is Christmas uh, has been and gone, we're now into the Crimbo Lockdown Limbo. You still have the chance of winning £3,000 worth of prizes here at Pure West Radio. If you head to our website, www.purewestradio.com, click on the extra Xmas extravaganza, grab each letter from the advent calendar doors work out what the phrase is and submit it you could win all the prizes that could be won on those lists and there are so many there three thousand pounds worth of stuff you need to get them in because we will be announcing on i believe it is new year's day i believe so you get it together all together and uh, we'll get to uh, see if you can win so watch this space ladies and gentlemen and uh, get that all ready it's going to be new year's eve calling the winner at 5 p.m and uh, it's going to be all ready to rock and roll so Get those in and get them in time. Now then, back into gaming. Uh, let's talk about what was going on later on in the year because it was quite a quiet time uh, during the lockdown, but then along came what was regarded by uh, quite a few people and got the best game of the year from the People's Choice, which is The Ghosts of Tsushima. That was a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Now, PlayStation 4 had some big, big ones because, of course, The Last of Us 2 being the one I mentioned before, Ghosts of Tsushima uh, was also a huge, huge one for PlayStation 4 with the, just the ability to explore the worlds as a samurai in Tsushima. The gameplay was amazing. The visuals were stunning. The storyline as well was a lot of fun as well for so many people. And it got some very high praise. I think it's actually regarded as one of the, one of the top, top reviewed ones for this year. But as well as that, you also had Paper Mario, the Origami King come out on the Switch, which as far as actually didn't get as much rave as a result. I'm not sure because it was just on the Switch. Mind you, Animal Crossing got something much bigger. But uh, then came August, and what came then was one of the, I think certainly one of the most popular games for its time, but was very much a flash in the pan as such. And that was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. This was the one. It's kind of, imagine, um, not quite Monty Python's Flying Circus, but I'd probably say uh, definitely that kind of feeling of Takeshi's Castle combined with Ninja Warrior. It was so much fun to play. It was a really good enjoyment. Then, unfortunately, uh, with the guys uh, at Fall Guys, because it was such a small studio, that it just exploded because it was the lockdown craze. It was huge on Twitch. It was so, a lot of fun to do. It then wasn't able to handle the amount of hacking going on and other stuff. So it was a big thing on PC. So a lot of hackers on uh, on the Steam platforms just run through and it kind of killed the game off many people as well. For me on PlayStation 4, still very enjoyable. I haven't played it for a while because I haven't really touched my PS4 in a little while because I've been focusing more on Xbox uh, with the games on that side. But in, in that time, though, it was really enjoyable. It was a brilliant little, the little, uh, what's it called? The little bean that could. It was just a lot of fun seeing the stuff. And it's still going quite strong in some ways, but say not to the sheer hype it had before. But watch this space, because I think it was nice to see, actually, these little indie games knocking everything out of the park, regardless of what the game is, because it was just so enjoyable and just so fun for family play, just seeing that kind of, you know, uh, that was I mentioned that family level. I trying to think of the, the words then. That very f uh, family friendly oriented game where it's bright, it's colourful, it's not all vine like we had the Last of Us 2, like with Ghost of Tsushima. It was nice to have that and it was uh, quite a big one as well. But then around that time, uh, we also had Among Us came along. Now, Among Us, of course, is one of the big ones for this year. I'll explain just why after we have our next triple decker special. It's going to be a little bit of Bon Jovi with you, give love a bad name. It's going to be a bit of give me a little more time from Gabriel. There will be the news and the weather. Then as we return into the final hour, we'll review, review a little bit more about what then became one of the busiest periods of the year and also some of the more disappointing sides as well in 2020. As we left lockdown, we then had the fire break. 
and other big games came along along with the new console generation. But in between that, we have one that I still play to this day, which came out on PC and on uh, platforms, on phones, on tablets, and was used by many people as well, including uh, Congresswomen as well, which was quite stunning. So we'll have all that and more after we have a little bit of music coming in from Bon Jovi and Gabrielle. Pure West Radio's Sunday Gaming Show is proudly sponsored by Mags Optics Harford West. You can also visit us at our sister branch, Tembe Optics in Deer Park, Tembe. Welcome to the VC Gallery Bridge Street, Haverford West, a gallery that belongs to the community. You may have seen us on Bridge Street while out and about in town. On your first visit to the gallery, you'll find that instead of being devoted to the metropolitan art scene, we're devoted to you and your community. Sure, you can find professional works from talented local artists, but what we're most proud of is the art on display from our own veterans and members. When you arrive, be sure to step upstairs and experience our year-long Art of Remembrance exhibition. Find us at 26 Bridge Street, give us a ring on 01437 765 873 or find us on Facebook. The VC Gallery Bridge Street, the gallery that belongs to you. Much to discover this year at Folly Farm. And with a great value annual pass, you get 12 whole months of family-friendly fun. <laughs> now you only have to visit more than twice in the year to start saving. How's that for value? You can also save 15% off standard day tickets when bought in advance online. Check out www.folly-farm.co.uk for more details. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Mags Optics Harford West are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Contact Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment.
Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play.
Pembrokeshire. 